you right because today you might be good and today you might not be good but you know we hope that you know from from our conversation on today from the words that are spoken that you become good and you you walk away with something good amen and you're listening to fridays with ty honestly it's because i'm finally walking in it i i finally set those healthy boundaries um not just with um certain people but with all people my children mm-hmm. included and in doing that and sticking to that and walking in that I feel so much more freer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when I made up my mind to walk in a, in, in, a, in a place of obedience for God and to really do this thing. That means I have to get things right. And my thing is I can't have people taking my peace, distracting me, whatever the case may be. And you think, oh, you only set boundaries to people outside your family. No, you have to set boundaries to family too. And now, and since I've done that and I've been sticking to that and walking in that, I feel so much more freer. And, you know, I, I just want people to get that understanding that boundaries are truly necessary. It's necessary for your mental health. It's necessary for your spiritual health. It's even necessary for your physical health, you know, because it, it could break you down. When it wants to break you down mentally, it affects you, you know, all three ways, mentally and spiritually and physically, because it messes you up in that particular order. So it's like you have to know I have to make things right for me so I can have a full healthy lifestyle. Not partial. We're not living partial no more. Right. Remember, done with that. So now we're walking in a place where how you want the fullness. You want the fullness of God. You want the fullness and everything that pertains to Him. That's you know that's promised to you and can be given to you. So that means you have to operate in these things and walk in. So by being obedient, you you set these things and you you keep them in place. Well, before I used to set them and then I would bring them back down. I will right. set them, but I feel guilty or I will feel some type of way or <clears throat> tired of the same thing. Sometimes, some way, shape, or form, I forgive. I go back and, and the same thing is repeat, 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 repeat. I'm, t- I'm tired of being on repeat in my life. And um, I just don't, you know, when I say I don't want to go back, I don't want to go back to nothing that's no good for me. Nothing that meant me harm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and people, even your loved ones, can mean you harm. And then sometimes... 
some people realize it and some people don't know they realize they're meaning you harm but harm is being being is being done to you and you have to recognize it you have to admit it and then you have to be like okay i need to do something about this and right. and when you get to that place with relationship with god it affects us people just think oh because i'm saved everything's good my life is happy happy joy joy and i get along with everybody and everybody get along with me absolutely not right. people use you and then people look at you a christian because you're saved so it's like right. you really have to set them down a lot of times people used to expect that of you because you said you want to be nice and good i can be nice and that good but i can still set my boundaries with you too within the church like let you know wait a minute and but tell you in love say it in decency and order but make my point across and stick with those boundaries also you know what i'm saying because it, it happens in church as well. So you have to set these healthy boundaries so you're not burnt out. And it is, it's so important. You, you you need to, your mental is so important and your spiritual walk is 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 so divinely important for your life, for your for your destiny. Amen. You know, you, you want to walk in that thing, you you want your spiritual life to be right. You want to have that trueness with God. So my thing is like setting up these boundaries with people helps you get more time with God. Setting up these boundaries with people helps you spend more time with God and helps you, you know, get a better, you start to study more, you pray more. It's like you get, you spend more time with him and as you're spending more time with him, he's, he's plucking out what does not belong, but he's pouring in what's necessary and what's needed. When, you know, you know, he says, when you have gifts, you know, he will, he equips you for it. He really does. If you let him. Right. If you allow him that, you really get to walk in your destiny. You get to walk into what you were created for. You get to walk in your calling. You get to walk in your purpose. You get to walk in God's plan. And Amen. that's the greatness of it. Amen. It's so important. Amen. Would you say you you struggled with uh, setting your own boundaries? Did you find it difficult to do so? Mm. I was a people pleaser. Mm. Being a people pleaser, you don't set boundaries. And, and you know people are taking advantage of you. You get upset yeah. and stuff like that. But you know they're wrong. You know they're using you. And you still, but you, you know what I mean? But you, you want to keep them happy. And once again, you're always pleasing people, forgetting that you are people too. Please right. yourself. Say no. Right. And those things. And people know that they can they know that, oh, she said it, but she don't really mean it. Right. She always says she no, but I bet y'all go over there every time she's gonna do it anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they show where you and they pop up and you mad, you boiling, but yet still you smile and giving them exactly what they want. Sure, okay, bye, see you later. What? Mm-hmm. Like open your mouth, speak up for you. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you have to. It's so important. It's very important that it's like because you have to walk in the God gives you, you know, He gives you power and authority. You have to walk in that. You know, not just spiritually, but you got to walk in that naturally. It's a connection. You have to walk in a place of power and authority. And I'm not talking about cocky. I'm not talking about you know thinking that you're better than someone. I'm talking you walking, you walking in this boldness. You walking in this power and authority, but you walking in it humbly. You understand what I'm saying? Doing what you're mm-hmm. doing, right? And Doing this walk, but you're doing this walk the way God called you to, but you're remaining humble at all times. Right. So setting boundaries is not a sign of weakness; it's a sign mm-hmm. of strength. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, it's a part of it. It's a part of it. But we 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 look at it when we set boundaries. Do we look at it as a weakness? We look at it that way because that's how many people make you. You know, that's the perception of it. But the reality is no. But that's the enemy. He wants you to perceive it in that way. Because right. you don't want it. you to walk in your blessings. You don't want to, you don't want you to walk in God's plan. Because he knows. Oh, he got a glimpse of it and he's scared. So that's why he's gonna mess with you. He's gonna he gonna mess with you and make you believe the opposite. And that's like I said, it was part of that too. Like, am I am I getting closer and getting my understanding in God? I had to start thinking, like, yo, why you why why you want me, why you want me to fail so bad, dude? Why? 
what is it about me? And when I started changing my mindset, you know what I mean? It's like I started to do things. And I, I really started setting boundaries with the enemy. You, you probably, yo, no, you can't have my body. I won't be sick. You don't, I'm setting the boundaries. You go back up. You don't get to get that from me no more. You don't get to, I don't, I won't murmur and complain anymore. I won't, I'm not going to pray and worry. I'm going to pray and believe. Like it's different now. You know what I'm saying? My, my, I'm, I'm really in tune with God. And so now you're trembling and you're afraid. No, be ready. Because now when I when I clap back at you, I'm going to clap back at you in power and authority. I'm going to clap back at you letting, you, letting you know in a good way, in love. Now, get, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to come at you all blah, blah. I'm going to come at you in love, but I'm going to make you get feel that thing. And you're going to understand this is not a game for me. And because it's about a respect thing. Respect my walk. Respect it. Or don't, don't, we can't, I can't rock with you because I'm not dealing with anything that's going to bring me anything that's not what, I, what, I, what, I'm, what I'm working in and what I'm walking in. And and that's the, that's what it's about for you moving forward. You, even though you struggle, it's hard. I had to break free from that. I had to think differently because I needed to know, yo, why does stuff like this keep happening? Why do I keep doing this to myself? I, like, I needed to understand it. And when I started asking, I started questioning it differently. That's when I realized, like, uh, okay, this time I'm going all the way in. And then going all the way in, the boundaries were set. So no, I was afraid and I struggled, but I don't anymore. And you know, and as you begin, you, know, you got to pat yourself on the back. If you can, if you can set one boundary and stick to it, that's, that's, that's a victory. Because before you ain't set none, you know what I mean? So you don't see it as being weak. Always see it as yourself, as, as you started somewhere. And as you start, you continue to progress, you continue to grow. You know what I mean? If you if you know something, you mess up, press. You know, don't go back and just like, oh, I failed, I quit. You don't realize how much you need it all throughout your life. It's not just in relationships. Like you need it in so much that you do with everything, right? So we're like, oh, can't, you know, somebody's like, oh, can I use your internet? No. Right. No. You know what I mean? It's like, y'all have your own. This is mine. You can't, well, can I use your house? No, you cannot. I'm sorry. Well, I think it's going slow. I'm sorry that it's going slow, but you you stay in the race. It'll work. <laughs> but you're not using my stuff. And and it's like, but, and I said, and I explained that to you. So I'm telling you nicely, don't ask me again because you already know my answer. Mm-hmm. And I said it to you in love. You know, you know what I'm saying? I said, there's, there's certain things that are that are just for me. And you have to respect that. You can't cross that line. Like with my mother, um, we had a situation that came up once again. Um and it was, we had um, not even an argument. And it was just something that she did. And instead of me getting angry with her, I was disappointed because I felt like we were making such progress, right? In the healing process. And I just felt like what the situation that happened was a test. And instead of you walking and it's an operating in this newness and, you know, and, and defeating the enemy, you went back to what you've always done. Right. And so I, I was disappointed because I'm just like, Dag, I thought we was in this fight together. I'm really disappointed because I thought that you would have handled it so differently. Here was an opportunity, you know, and, and instead of you doing that, you do what you always do. So I stepped back from her. Right. And I didn't speak to her for maybe it was about maybe good three weeks. I didn't speak to her. And then um, when I did speak to her, it was very, very cordial hello how are you fine yourself okay good to see you bye that's it 
um, you know, take care of yourself. That's it. That was the, that was my conversation with her. Nothing more than that. So then I, you know, I had I have forgot. I need to, you know, I don't I don't know what I need to do no more because I just I can't do this anymore. I'm done. You know, um, I can't do this. I've, I've given her time and time, and she and you know, and um, I forgive her, and then she does it again, mm-hmm. and then I forgive her, and she does it again, but and I hurt over and over again. Well, my feelings matter, That's and right. my thing me over and over again because I have yet to tell her the proper way. I've said things, but I've never came flat out and said these things the way that needs to be said. So, I, and this is what I'm talking to God. And then God was like, well, you need to go and tell her. And I said, well, I didn't say that so I could tell her <laughs> pretty much. But he said, you need to have a talk with her and you need to talk to her face to face. So every time I would try to go talk to my mom, something would come up. I mm-hmm. couldn't do it. The day I was going to go see her, I couldn't walk. My back just completely went out. I was now fine. I was fine all week. I woke up that morning. I couldn't walk. Right. Like that. So I keep I can't walk. I can't drive. Then I was like, oh, you know, so I'm sitting here. The day is still nudging me. Call your mother. Call your mother. You need to have this conversation. Call your mother. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to call on the phone. And then I heard the Holy Spirit say, no, video call. <laughs> it has to be a video call. So I video called my mother and I talked to her. And, you know, um, you know, it was a serious conversation because the boundaries had to be set in such a healthy way with her, you know, that um, it took me a minute to even have the conversation with her. In the beginning, it made me sick. Mm. And um, I was like, oh, I don't want to have this conversation with her. But I've had mm. this conversation. And um, we started talking and I said to her, I, I know you noticed that I have been a little bit distant from you, you know. And I said, before we talked, I said, you know, I wanted to talk to you and I said, I need to talk to you by video only. I said, but before we talk, do you mind if I pray? That's what I said to her first. And she said, no, absolutely. I love prayer. So we prayed first. Um, and after we, and, you know, she let me pray. And after we prayed, um, you know, I said, um, you know, I know you know I've been distant, whatever the case may be. And I said, and I wanted to tell you why. So then mm-hmm. I, when I told her, to her, oh, when I say straight, nasty, straight, nasty, home attitude and I let her talk I didn't say anything I said okay but that's not what I'm that's not what I'm saying to you and I said let me finish saying what I'm saying because you did say it I know you did right. so then when to her she didn't deny it so therefore you said the first part you just was being nasty because you got caught so when I said it to her we finished talking and after I said everything I told her I was just than her i said we were we were healing we were doing so well we were spending like every other saturday we were spending time together we were on the phone talking hours i never would talk minutes or 15 minutes more to my mother on the phone so we were talking hours things were happening like i was able to be in her presence and not be like i gotta get out of here like i can't deal with her much longer so it was growing we were talking and things were really progressing so when that happened I was really disappointed because I'm like, Dad, you're supposed to punch the enemy in the face. Don't let him punch you in the face. Right. You know, and it was that stuff, but I was for her. Like, I wasn't like, like being like judgmental. I was actually like, like, God, listen, help her. Help her with this. It's a struggle for her. And so when I talked to her about it and I, and I spoke those words, I said, for 51 years, I've been your personal punching bag. I said, I said, when I was younger. And then I said, and with the physical, you started to add verbal abuse I said then you went from that then was a mental thing and I said and you broke me down in a lot of ways and I said but and I said this last time 
was the last time. Right. So I said something. I love you, and I I'm and I and I want you in my life, but this is how it's going to have to be from now on. I can't. I I won't. I won't. You won't get that personal time like that. And I you won't. I won't speak these words to you. Well, you know, it's gonna. It's not, not going to be. I won't give you all my deep personal things anymore because I can't entrust you with it. Right. Um. You know, and I was sharing some things with her, and, I her, and then afterwards, she talked to me. She said she apologized. Okay. You know, she apologized. She apologized for the things she said because then she admitted it that she did say it. Um. She said, um, I said, I, I have to set some boundaries. She said, and I respect your boundaries. She said, I didn't realize, this is what she said to me, I didn't realize all the things that I was doing to you or that I made you feel this way and, you know, all these different things. And, you know, sometimes when people do things to us, we put on the assumption because how we feel, they automatically know. Sometimes they do, but sometimes they don't. They don't know the fullness of the effect it has on you. Um, so it's like, you know, once I spoke to her, and I spoke my truth out loud and I made sure these boundaries were set. She um she started to share some of her story with me about her life right. and how she grew up and how she was the way she was. So and I told her, I said, Oh, I know. I know some of these things. I said, she was like, Well, how do you know? I said, Well, I talked to my aunts. She, they shared these stories with me. I already know. So I said, So there was that's why I said that was another reason why I gave you so many chances. I said, because I felt like you was hurting you and my mom and, you know, and I tried to, and I made excuses for you. I said, but the excuses is no longer acceptable. It's no longer, accept that behavior is no longer tolerable. You will no longer do what you do to me. You will no longer sit there and, and create chaos in my life. You will no longer wreak havoc. I will no longer allow it. It's no longer acceptable. And and then afterwards, and think that we're going to have a relationship and I'm going to do all these things for you and, you know, and, and take you here and take you there and take you here and take you there. And then when I tell you, no, you're nasty, that's not going to happen anymore. You need to understand that. I said, because I don't, I don't have to associate myself with you. I don't. I choose to because I want to have a relationship with you. But at the same time, I, I, there's a limit to this thing now. And right. you have to be respectful. You know, so I said, so when I say no, you have to learn how to respect my no. And then I said, you know, about a lot of different things. We, I discussed a lot of different things with her and she was acceptable of everything they said. And then, you know, she she tried it. And I said, mother, we, now we had this discussion. And I, and, and I, and the girl, as soon as I said, and I, she said, I know, I know you're right, you're right. And I reminded her, she stopped. Because she saw, I met, I said, I meant what I said, and I said what I meant. I'm walking in this thing, and I told her, "This is my livelihood is different. You're not going to get the same that you got out of me before. What I'm doing now is I'm doing it God's way." I say, "I, I, I was led to have this conversation with you, you know, and I'm doing this thing, and I said, not pray for you on a regular basis. I said, not, not, not for accolades, but I do because I want you to be healed. I want you to be set free before you leave this earth." I want you to walk in this thing and, and let go of your hurt and let go of your pains and forgive yourself. You know, and I, and I talked to her about some, I said, the things that I forgive you for, forgive yourself, you know, and we discussed some things and she cried. She broke down, she cried. And, you know, and like I said, and she went into sharing, but in setting those boundaries, it opened up something new. So now we have a different type of relationship. Um, and I can't really say that it's mother-daughter. Mm. 
I can't really call it mother daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a it's a relationship, and now it's something that's healthy. I, I mean, and it's and it's it's healthier than what it's been because when it was a mother daughter relationship, it was toxic. Mm-hmm. Amen. That moment allowed you. That moment with her allowed you to like sit, shift your perspective on boundaries, and it led to something positive, a change in both of y'all relationships. Absolutely, and and that when you know, and and now felt free. You know, I, it's like and every time, it's like and every time God tells me to do something, and I'm obedient to this thing, and I do it, I get more freer. Overall, it's just you're, you're tired of fighting against yourself, and you're tired of fighting against God and and you really into a place of, of of really wanting to have a relationship and having a freedom and you know being healed and having things in your life reconciled and just where you can have a strength and you can have a place and a pace of peace and get understanding and, and get that love that you've always been searching for but never been able to find you know this is an opportunity where you know the person that can give you all this is God. And, and this is an opportunity, you know, and, and I pray that it don't be your last opportunity, but if it's an opportunity that you desire to take for today and you desire to recognize for yourself that you want to build up your character and, and you want to see that you really are resilient, you really are strong and that God really has something in you and just see in your life that you are worthy. You are worth the love. You are worth the call on your life. There's, God has greater for you. And, and no matter what the enemy tries to say to you, you know, God loves you and, and he cares for you and he has a need of you. Uh, you know, I just ask if you've never said it before that, you know, you say it with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm sinner. I'm godly sorry. I ask that you come into your life and heal my life. Be the head of my life. Cover me, heal me, cleanse me. I believe that you had a son and his name was Jesus and that he 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 was he lived and he died and he raised for me. And I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for you being ahead of my life and coming to my life and making me new and washing me in Jesus name. Amen. And I pray that if you said that for the first time that God comes into your life and he does something new and that you find what it is that you need and he leads you to the proper church home to be embodied by the people if you don't have one. God love you and God bless you. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Fridays with Ty on Shift the Narrative Podcast. Listen, I pray one day you'll see the need to shift the narrative in your mind. Not for anyone else, but for yourself. Because you are worth it. I am thankful and grateful for each and every one of you that has joined us today and every day. As always, I'm your host and fellow freedom fighter, Tyria. We will see you again. And thanks for listening to Fridays with Todd on Shift the Narrative podcast. Be free, y'all. Be free.